Hello, friends, and welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast. I'm Casey, and here with Davis and Ian this week. Uh, Back. Did you you enjoy your birthday party? It was awesome. Was it at Chuck E. Cheese's? No. It was at Texas. We may have disseminated some uh, inaccurate information then. Right. I'm sure you did. That's why you were skipping, because you were like, gonna play whack-a-mole and win a ton of tickets and then maybe buy like a uh you know like a chinese finger trap and a pizza shaped uh pool float and all those are your birthdays did didn't we go to a what did we do for my birthday we went and played like dave and busters oh yeah we did did we yeah one time we went to a like a (laughs) go-kart place hate that place you hate the go-kart place no, the go-kart place is awesome. Dave & Buster's sucks. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Dave & Buster's is pretty lame. This is dirtball fast. This morning we were listening... <laughs> yeah, it really is. This morning we were listening to the radio, and they were talking about, like, the new... Like, every year, you know, they come out with a list of, like, the most unhealthy dishes at chain restaurants. And uh, Dave and Buster's was on the list because they have a short rib and mac and cheese sandwich thing that's like <laughs> twenty five hundred calories. Sounds wow. amazing. If it wasn't from Dave and Buster's, is it is it real ribs or is it McRib? <laughs> I guarantee you, it's McRib coming from <laughs> Dave and Buster's. That, I bet you that sandwich just tastes like straight up foot. <laughs> <laughs> It's super soft. Uh, I actually spent all weekend hanging out at a uh, vintage arcade festival. And it was like this big like convention deal. But they had, I bet you, somewhere between 200 and 300 old pinball games and like stand-up arcade games and things like that. And, you know, once you got in... It was all free, so you just run around in there and play all you want, and it was really fun. How much did it cost to get in? Uh, it didn't cost me anything, because my wife's hot. All right, so how much does it cost normal people to get in? I don't know. I didn't check on tickets because my wife's hot. All right. Well, <laughs> was it actually fun, or was it like an experience? It was actually fun. Like, okay. I was there all weekend. I probably could do it for, like, a day and call it good. You know, like, day three, eh, you know, the 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 excitement over Galaga and, you know, all those old games that kind of worn thin. Right. And, I mean, that that's kind of where I'd be like, oh, man, like, playing Pitfall. I get it. It's funny because it's Pitfall, and then you're like... Where are the games that don't suck? Well, it's like, uh, you know, you go to somebody's house and they have, like, a Sega Genesis and you're like, oh, man, I want to play that. And then you start playing it and you play it for about 30 minutes and you're like, okay, that's that. The video games are just so much better now that, you know, it kind of skews your, uh, your inter- you know, what your your standards for what's good. And games are possible to beat now. Yeah, that's the truth. Although, um, one of the they had like a bunch of live acts and stuff like that that you could go watch that were there. One of them was this band called Bit Brigade, and it's these dudes that they are a they're a four piece, so the two guitars and a drummer and a bassist. And they play, like, vintage video game theme songs. Like, all the theme music that played behind games. Like, But while they're playing it, there's a dude up on stage playing through the game. that they're So the songs correlate to the game as the guy is playing it. So, like, we sat there, and he was playing Mega Man 2. And you remember how freaking impossible Mega Man oh, is, man. right? You just had to beat it in order. I used to love those games. 
Okay, so Mega Man 2, this guy does a complete run-through of the entire game. Never dies once, just runs through it. And the whole time, they're playing the theme songs for each, you know, for each piece of it as he's playing through it. And, like, you know, he'd get to the boss, and they'd fade it out, and then they'd start playing, like, the, ba the boss battle music. And it sounds weird, but live, it was really, really cool. Like it, it was, sounds awesome. It was like one of the best musical anythings I've seen in a long time. It was really cool. And you know, I I had that game, so I remember a lot of the like the songs and stuff from it. And then the second night they played, uh, he was playing through Ninja Gaiden. There's another like impossible game. Same thing, just ran through it and beat it. The whole time they're playing the music, you know, that correlates to whatever party's at. Hmm. So it was really cool, and they're on Spotify. Bit Brigade. There you are. I'll just pause my Bit Brigade. <laughs> you <laughs> listening to it now? Seeing if they got certain shit. Uh, they don't got much on here. They only got two albums, and they're all Castlebandia. Yeah, which I never played. Yeah, Castlevania. I played the fuck out of that game. Was that one hard too? Uh, it was pretty hard, but it was it was possible to beat. Well, I suppose that's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I didn't really watch any of the other bands or anything that were playing. But uh, they did. They gave away like a ton of money in prizes and stuff because they had like tournaments for different games all weekend and uh like for instance okay so april was there to judge the cosplay contest her and her buddies were you know they they had them come up to to handle all that stuff and they gave away four thousand dollars in prizes for the cosplay contest only 17 people showed up wow that was a good odds yeah one chick she won like 1800 bucks So that was pretty wild. The the convention's called Replay FX. So uh, if you're gonna be anywhere near Pittsburgh, sometime in the summer, sometime next year, it might correspond with the Replay FX. Look it up. Check it out. Thanks. Thanks for that bump. Hate to get super very specific about things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. I got a story for you guys. So, part of my job, you know, I'm working in independents and dealerships all the time and stuff. Part of my job is to go and cold call stores that we don't do business with, with whoever I'm riding with. You know, I'm in their territory. I go and do it with them. So, the guy that I'm riding with this week in Tampa, he's only got a handful of shops that he doesn't do business with. So, he pulls up to this one. We're going to walk in there and talk to them, you know, about setting up a demo and stuff uh really nasty looking place not a nice shop it's dirty it's disgusting but whatever so we we're you know getting all hyped okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go in talk to them try to set up a demo for this specific product you know i'll lead you just kind of listen and you know take notes on what i do and stuff and I do a lot of this, so it's pretty routine for me like I don't really get nervous or anything about this kind of thing anymore but uh, this one kind of threw me for a loop because I walk in the door, turn, and the girl working the counter is breastfeeding a baby with no towel. Huh. Huh. Which is not a wrong thing to do, but when you're doing a cold call and you're already like, you know, you have a plan in mind... You know, you think you've accounted for all the variables. You have a response for anything that might get thrown at you. And then you're simultaneously, like, trying not to look at someone's nipple. <laughs> while they're doing it. It, it, it really throws you off. Well, it's just curiosity. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like... I don't think it was a nipple that you'd want to see. <laughs> okay. Like she was, uh, she was pretty rough. Should have asked her what was on tap. 
Oh my god, <laughs> dude! The, I I bet you that stuff would test positive for alcohol. Just judging by the looks of her, <laughs> I think that was a that was a white Russian she was squeezing out. Oh boy! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't get the demo. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, so threw me off my game. <laughs> oh, that's a. <laughs> I can see where that would be alarming. <laughs> yeah. I definitely can. I don't. I've never had. I've never been in that situation, so I think I'm all right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That was all there was to it. And then <laughs> we walked into another shop, and this grown man was throwing a literal hissy fit, screaming and kicking stuff all over the place. And like, just just being a little baby, and I think there's nothing more pathetic than watching a grown man like just throw a tantrum, just so everybody will think he's like will like take him seriously and think he's tough. Yeah, that's uh, I I believe it. And I guess uh, he was mad because. This was like one of multiple times that this has happened. He he fixed the car in quotation marks, and then the car came back unfixed. So he's having to work for free to rectify his his mistakes. So yeah, but he gave us the whole uh, the whole spiel on like you know how he doesn't need this crap and you know. He doesn't pull punches, and if he's mad, he's going to let people know about it. And You know, my toolbox has got wheels on it. I'll, I'll take it somewhere else if I need to. Like, go. Go ahead. Yeah, and have the same problems at the next place. Yeah, exactly. My toolbox has got wheels on it, specifically because I can't hold a job for very long. <laughs> so, it's been a very very florida sort of week yeah i noticed uh i noticed from your your toilet in the shot that it was uh very florida-esque that was a good one yeah yeah you're getting some good ones out there see ian you miss all of this because you're not on facebook yeah oh, bummer. get on facebook and just add me as a friend only and then you can enjoy my hilarious posts. Yeah. <laughs> just, just start texting them to me again. <laughs> it's too much work. It's so personal that way. <laughs> it makes me feel so important. It's like I'm serving everyone cake, but you won't come over from your house, so I have to take your piece of cake to you at your house because it's more personal <laughs> that way. Screw you. Come get cake with the rest of us. You can mail me some cake. <laughs> Speaking of mailing some shit, Chubbs, I thought you were supposed to send me some motorcycle crap, you idiot. Yeah, I forgot, and then I didn't. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed. Piece of crap. You should just pawn that turd off anyways <laughs> before you have to buy new rotors. Yeah, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> Again, uh, the, only, gonna... the only one of us that has a fully functioning bike right now. I'm building. Two. Okay? I'm doing I have two man fully things. functioning bikes. And Ian's just rickety. He can't be riding around on <laughs> fast, dangerous motorcycles. Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Crotchety old bag of marbles. <laughs> 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 oh man how how are you coming along with your build it's coming along uh, uh that that sounds like slow slow and ineffective well i have not been home much in the past month like this is my third week away from home in a row and like last week i didn't go home i was in pittsburgh at that playing pinball <laughs> so i didn't get to do much work on it lately but 
Uh, I got to go visit Dime City Cycles today in Good. Florida, which is pretty awesome. It's a place where I get a lot Did of my pick parts. up anything. But yeah, I got some uh, I got some bar and mirrors, and I got a rear set kit for that bike, like specifically for that one. I think like a company. I think the company's called Old School Speed that makes it. And uh, I got a bolt kit, so I replace all those sweet stripped out uh, Phillips head bolts with uh, Allen key or you know Allen head whatever's mm-hmm. bolts. <laughs> bolts. So <laughs> yeah, but oh, uh, next step is I gotta. Over the next week here, next week I'm going to be home. This weekend I'll be home. I'm going to weld on the seat mounts and start working on wiring the thing up. And i got to pull the covers off because I don't think I did a good enough job, like, sanding the the edges down, you know, getting the old gasket off. That that sounds about right. i got a leaky gasket. More ways than one. I found uh, uh, I found Casey's uh, Casey's type of log splitter. What the? F- <laughs> Here we go. I want to hear about it because I you can't really I hear about it. it. I just gotta see it. Okay. It looks like something right up your alley. Oh my god! <laughs> it's literally the most dangerous contraption ever made. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe what this thing is. It's like a a big spinning wheel of death. Yeah. You get your hands way too dangerously close to. It's a circular axe. Is that what it is? It's got an axe head on it? It looks like it. So it's just a, a wheel with an axe head on it that just spins over and over again and you shove logs into it. I hope your fucking hand isn't in the way. <laughs> it looks like the guy's having a hard time with it. Yeah, it yeah. looks very not user-friendly. It's <laughs> oh job done. I got to talking to this couple of meth heads at a shop here in beautiful Florida. You don't say. Monday, and one of them was showing me his finger that he stuck in the fan of a car. On wow. purpose? He was uh, he was reaching down, doing something, like adjusting something or a pulley or something like that. Anyway, like there was a mount broken on the fan. So the fan was able to like jiggle forward. And yeah, he stuck his finger in it and it just spun. Split it like a hot dog in the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, he he went to the hospital, like, you know, he wrapped it all up and he was like, oh, oh, I'm losing blood by the pint. And he went to the hospital and they're like, oh, uh, we don't do fingers here. So you'll have to go see the specialist tomorrow. <laughs> so he went home with like his his finger wrapped in an old Snickers wrapper <laughs> in a bucket of cold water, and then the next day, like, took his his mangled like uh, ball of meat in there, and they they stitched it back together. But the guy was like, "Well, you should have gone to a hospital." Yeah, and <laughs> we don't do fingers. <laughs> We don't do finger stuff, guy. Yeah, that's that's such a weird thing to hear. Yeah, I'd be like, well, guess what? You're doing fucking fingers today. Yeah, pretend it's my dick. Do something. <laughs> Doctor's Jeez. like, well, that looks hard to stitch. I I think I'm gonna pass. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So his finger now is healed up. He can still move it pretty decent. And the nail didn't even fall off, but it literally looks like somebody whittled his finger down to a point. <laughs> <laughs> like he, his finger meat on the end is gone. His nail is wider than his finger meat. Oh my god! <laughs> and this dude, 
he is so drugged out. Like, his teeth are just literally, like, they're just rotten. I mean, like, he's got, like, like black gums where teeth used to be. Oh, and man. he's telling me, uh. yeah, he's like, I can't move it very good, but I could gouge you in the eye with it. I could scratch <laughs> you with it. I could slice your face right open. Like, uh, okay. That's exactly what you want. I'm not going to give you any Junkie. reason to. You want junky fingernails uh, in contact with your bloodstream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's feces under that nail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this a, place a multitude is so of nuts. animals, too. Yeah. This place is nuts. I've never been to Tampa before. Tampa is is literally just big hotels and strip clubs. That's all there is here. And everybody here is addicted to some sort of uh, some sort of drug, usually pills. So the guy, we went into that shop, and and the guy told me he's like, yeah, he said this uh, this owner here, he's his kids in rehab. He he got strung out on pills, and he does a lot of pills and drinks a lot too. So we go in, and we gotta we gotta go into his office to like get a signature, and there's like pill bottles all over his desk. Uh, a bag of off-brand Skittles and a bottle of Robitussin. And the dude, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's literally 11 a.m. And this dude is already, like, he's already halfways to plastered. Like, he's just drinking rum out of a out of a uh, an old Speedway cup. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's Florida. It's very Florida. And we come out, and the guy's like, "So, what do you think I should do with that account? I mean, I, you know, how do I, how do I, uh, how do I approach them? I'm like, just don't approach them. Just never go back. I'm like, if you, yeah. if they pay this bill, never go back. Like, you're, you're just, you're just gambling. <laughs> this is crazy, crazy place. So. Yeah, it's been interesting. And they have the Zika virus down there now. Yeah. They have what? The Zika virus. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's exciting. I don't really understand what Zika does. I haven't looked into it at all. It makes you have kids with small heads? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it makes you sick as fuck sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds significantly worse. Way more worried about that. Like it might not. You might get it, and it and it doesn't make you sick, or you get it and you have a super bad flu. Hmm. Well, uh, if I do get it, I hope it's that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd much rather tell my kid, like, "Hey, man, sorry, I guess you can't wear hats. They just don't fit." Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what? I didn't. I didn't throw up. <laughs> So, uh, oh my god. god glass half full uh, oh oh my gosh oh. yeah that, i mean is that it they just have small heads <laughs> or do they have like developmental issues or something too i would imagine both okay. I'm, I'm not sure it's been around well at least I'm not sure it's been tracked long enough to to know the extent of the damage that's done with it. Well, until I get better answers, I'm sticking with my original uh, assumption. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you can't wear hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a scum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Speaking of scum... I guess oh. they the Nigerian authorities busted uh, this guy who was behind like some massive, massive uh, like scams. Oh yeah, like thirty million or something in scams. Sixty million. Nice. Wow. He was doing like all these like uh, stealing information and uh, basically like identity theft type stuff and then he did like some uh, fake like some romance scams that's all it said was romance scams catfishing uh, or something I guess 
Or maybe it's like, hey, I'm a hot girl. I'll show you my boobs for $20. And then it just never shows them. Like, <laughs> what a douche, right? Uh, I, I would I would report that to the authorities. <laughs> Get for that sure. guy! <laughs> I'd just yeah, be, I think those I'd people be... deserve to lose $20. <laughs> <laughs> think some brush is going to be like, yeah, just... Give me twenty bucks. Show me a titty. There's places you can go in for sure. Look at titties for twenty dollars. That that's true. It's usually like fourteen, but yeah. But yeah. he got baited. They see they got their hopes hopes up about like specific ones though. Right. That's the thing. Because yeah, you uh, can go all over the place and see boobs, but if you got your heart set on on a certain ones, you know. Some Nigerian dudes boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a scam, so I'm sure he showed him somebody else's picture. Right. Yeah. They're smart like that. And it's, you know, it's the fact that it's personalized. You know, it's not just some generic boobs. It's it's personalized boobs. Those those are boobs just for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think that should be a crime. Put a spin on it. I I <laughs> I think we're grossly under uh I I've lost I'm at a loss for words. I I don't think that's what it was. I don't think he was telling people I'll show you my boobs for twenty dollars. <laughs> Isn't that okay. what we turned this into? Yeah. So we're misrepresenting the situation. Exactly. It could yeah. be that simple, but not likely. Not not likely, no. But yeah, sixty million dollars in in losses, like scammed out of people. Uh, and then you read further down in the article, and it's like one victim paid up to fifteen point six million dollars in the scam. And I was wow. like, sixty million dollars in one douchebag accounts for a quarter of it. Like that guy deserves to lose his money. That guy really wanted to see those boobs. Yeah. You know, fool me once, strike one. Fool me twice, strike three. <laughs> <laughs> fool me with numbers. And potato. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he gets to go to Nigerian prison, which that's fun. Is yeah, I don't think they're as nice as they are here. He's got sixty million dollars. So probably just have someone break him out. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's gonna get his associate's degree in there. <laughs> you know, I. I mean, I don't know enough about the area, but for me, like thinking like, oh, Nigerian prison, pretty shitty. Nigeria not in prison, also pretty shitty. So like, yeah. what, what <laughs> yeah. is yeah. different? Upper middle class Nigerian suburb. Uh, that sucks too. Yeah, do you just have like a more strict curfew or what? I, I don't know. You get, a, you get a safe place to sleep at night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to misrepresent Nigeria, but let's just say you're not going to get a short rib and mac and cheese sandwich from Dave and Buster's there. Definitely not. Well, you will get some McDonald's, I'm sure of that. <laughs> you can get a McRib. Yeah. It, it could be demographically uh, specific, so who knows? It might be good. I don't think Nigeria has much food, so... <laughs> Maybe you're getting like a McPebble sandwich. <laughs> a mix sandstorm. <laughs> oh, man. Just the worst people in the world right now doing yeah, a podcast. Pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, excuse right. me, I didn't get any uh, ranch sauce for my McDirt fingers. <laughs> oh you mean goat milk <laughs> that's an uncultured ranch that's all that is <laughs> i was telling this guy we were talking about sushi and i was telling him like in the midwest like the further west you go into the middle of the country like, the more foreign items they stuff into sushi rolls. <laughs> so, like, if you get sushi in Kansas, there's going to be a, a crap load of cream cheese stuffed in there. You know, like, authentically Japanese. And he's like, why? And I was like, 
Because I think they still refuse to, like, give people ranch dipping sauce with it. (laughs) (laughs) But. Oh, boy. Crackers. Well. All right. Okay, so I got a question for you guys. Okay. A natural instinct. Do you fight or do you flight? Do you, you know, confront or do you not? We we talked about this a bit yesterday, and and I think I discovered through our conversation that uh, I'm I'm a little too analytical to to be able to to claim that one. Uh, I think my my natural instinct, if we're saying one v one, is fight. One v two, we'll we'll size up the situation and and figure out how much I want to hurt. One v three, it's definitely flight. So you'd fight two guys. I can't see you fighting in any situation. Oh well, I'm not talking like fighting is in you know put my hands up and uh, you know try to duke it out. I'm talking. Go for the the testicles, the dick, the throat, the eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically anything that will make me the superior person in the situation. Not like a not like a gentleman's fight where like you you set up rules and, and try to hit each other with like uh you know, parries and jabs and stuff like that. No, I'm I'm talking like grab a two by four and hit them hard like a shin wood yeah as as ingrained in my dna i look for the largest piece of wood around and just start swinging beat them to death string them up in your bathtub exactly exactly so uh yeah so i think i think two is my number i mean unless i'm unless it's like two three hundred pounders then i'd be like you know what my my pocket knife's not gonna do enough damage for me to win this I so. think uh, I'm just I'm just gonna play possum. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of uh, pass out and crap my pants and <laughs> just wager that's, that they won't reach into my back pocket after my wallet. That's See, the, I yeah. think it's I that's think a wild can... monkey response where you just shit and start throwing it <laughs> at them. Do you do you confront somebody? You know, like I guess you can probably just go by whether or not you're a confrontational person or not. Yeah. Um, if someone's doing something you don't like, do you confront them? Maybe. I'm, I'm more likely to, like, insult people than to actually, like, physically <laughs> assault them. Right. Which you're good at that. I, I think yeah. I think for sure you could, you could dish out a pretty good, <laughs> like, a verbal assault that may not be, like, cutting to the soul. But it would definitely be like, it could be, it, it, could, be. it could be. But it, I, I think it would definitely be like insulting enough that if anybody else was in earshot, they would start laughing at the person, and then they would just feel like an ass and have to leave. Yeah, then you would just be a bully. <laughs> yeah, I and then they beat you up. <laughs> I just bully him into committing suicide on the spot. Yeah. Hey, uh, jerk. Uh, I hope you're. Uh, I hope you get Zika in your kids have small heads oh my god hope they can't wear hats <laughs> uh, i'm so, gonna say like i just i don't know i don't feel like i would know until i was in that situation i feel like it would totally be up to what the person looked like yeah yeah like if it's well, if it's a, a guy who's around my size which is only like fifteen percent of the population. <laughs> uh, I'm usually underage. It. If it's a guy that I just look at him and I just hate his face, like I just think he looks annoying, I might take a shot at it just because I don't like him. If it's like a big giant dude, and there's no objects nearby to strike him with, I don't know. I don't know if I would. Well. Okay, where this comes up is, uh, Ian, tell everybody about your, your co-worker 
and the uh, the the grocery store incident. Okay, so <clears throat> at the grocery store, I'm out of the grocery store, and there's this guy. There's a truck driving like a fucking lunatic in the bargain aisle, and I see him chasing a car. Well, Time aggressively. Out. I'm going to stop you right there. I tried to cover you and say, tell everyone about your co-worker. <laughs> and you're like, like, me, 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 I, I, I. So, no, this okay. is fine. I was like, this, wait, this, is, this, this story is, is confusing. Where yeah, does this story come in? I tried, um, everyone. Ian's an idiot. Go on. I see a guy driving like a lunatic. And I see... Like, I'm wondering what the fuck's going on. So, but I, And then I notice he's chasing a car. This is, like, middle-aged dude driving a super beat-up, like, 05 or 06 Dodge Ram with no fucking back glass in it. Like, just this destroyed truck. And he's, like, to the point where it looks like he's trying to run his truck into this other car. So he's chasing him around the parking lot. Mind you, we're in a parking lot of a um of a grocery store so there's people walking around to their cars people you know with kids and uh and this guy's driving like a fucking maniac chasing this car so the car's and he's squealing his tires locking his brakes up just is pure chaos just madness so this car is like trying to flee and i and then the car goes in like this corner and the guy tries to trap him in the corner they get away from him they spin around and I notice that it's two teenage girls in this car and they're fucking terrified oh my gosh and they're looking at me pointing at this guy and they're looking directly at me like they need help they need like immediate help there's a rave raving lunatic chasing them basically it looked like these two girls thought they were gonna die so my instinct was jump in front of this guy's car and stop him. So I stopped the guy, and we got into an altercation. And we squared up. And basically the guy was super pissed off because these two girls ran a red light. And he was... Probably on accident. Basically prepared to kill these two girls, it seemed like. Um, maybe I'm being overdramatic. I don't know. But at the time, it felt that way. And the look on their face, they definitely felt that way. So, guy stopped his car, got into a screaming match. He's just screaming about how they ran a red light. And I'm in his face screaming at how he's a dumb fucking scumbag piece of shit. <laughs> and that uh, people, A, he's chasing a two teenage girls around like a fucking crazy fucking madman and he's driving around probably 50 50 miles an hour in a parking lot where people have their kids and he's just screaming he didn't care he didn't care these two girls ran a red light and he's super fucking pissed off at them meanwhile Ashley is behind me fucking screaming yanking my shirt almost like ripping my shirt off which would have been hilarious if I was standing there squared off with some middle-aged dude and she ripped my shirt off. Yeah, that would but, have been uh, like an assisted uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. But I learned at that moment that my natural instinct is to fight. Not like start fights or anything, but if you see someone in trouble, my natural instinct is to get involved well maybe so did you did you come to blows with the guy no okay so you 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 talked him back into his car no he didn't get in his car i got in my car and left did the girls get away yes were they uh were they just out of their minds like crying and stuff they looked terrified jeez i only saw him for a split second because they were driving away from this guy and they were passing me while I was standing putting groceries in the back of my car. Man, that is wild. 
It was crazy. This guy was fucking insane. Right. And it was, I mean, I understand, like, being pissed off. But two people run a red light. Two teenage girls run a red light. And your reaction is to terrorize them and also risk every single person's life in a parking lot of a grocery store. What kind of piece of shit? And what was he gonna? What like was that? he gonna do? I have no He's idea. He's gonna finally like trap him, and then scream at him. Was that, he gonna beat him? Like what? What That's... was going through that guy's mind? Like what? You know what is gonna happen when he catches up to him? That that was kind of. <laughs> you know that's kind of where I, I wrapped that into my personal experience because I've I've been in that situation not not that careless not that reckless but like you know when someone cuts you off and uh, like the the situation for me I was I was cut off and so I was angry and I got right up on the person's ass and then they brake checked me and so I had to lock my shit up and then I was like I was almost on fire so angry and it was like all this fury that i had in in a pretty big truck following you know a a smaller vehicle it's like i i could have you know pushed them off the road anything like that but uh you know after about a minute or so i'm like what what is my end game what what am i gonna do you know i'm i'm angry if they pull over what am i gonna do Am I going to beat them to death? Am I going to just run over them? Are they going to shoot me? You know, uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's, that's kind of what came up, uh, when we were talking about that earlier is people not having an exit strategy for that type of situation. Jeez. And see, you, you have been in that situation multiple times, right? Ian, I mean, like you've had other altercations with people. Yeah. Because I remember a story about you in traffic, and uh, you had to uh, nope. convince a man to get back into his car. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe I got a face that people want to punch. I think you're you would be terrifying in that like you really angry. I've never seen you really angry. I've seen you sort of angry, and I think you would be a scary dude to have to confront. Davis, I've never seen you angry. I could just I would envision you in most circumstances just being like shrugging and being like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's fair. No, but, I think. Uh, pretty close analysis but i think i'm just i'm just bottling it up for the right opportunity to you know disembowel somebody i could see it put Um, anybody in my situation where i was at at that time any man and i think he would have done the same thing yeah probably i don't think i don't think i'm unique in that i'm you know one of a few people that would have done that i think anybody would have done that yeah i think anybody who would do the right thing would do that yeah I, you know, anyone, anyone who's raised right. In most contexts, I don't see myself as like getting into a fight with somebody. I've only almost been in a fight once. Uh, was it over food? No, it was over <laughs> water balloons. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast before, but. Uh, one time I was at, when I was still going to school in Liberty, a bunch of us guys from the dorm, like, for a while, we thought the, the most fun thing in the world was, I had a three-man slingshot, and we would go different places around town or on campus and just lob water balloons at people from, like, 150 yards away, and... Luckily, we never hit anybody because now thinking back on it, I'm like, man, that could that could probably really hurt somebody, you know, getting hit with a water balloon that hard. But, uh, you know, you never really got, like, it was fun, but you never really got caught or anything because you were so far away with this slingshot, right? So one day, we decided we were going to go do it. We filled up a whole bunch of water balloons. Some of the guys from the dorm were all going to meet down at this certain spot on campus, 
And uh, we got there, and problem number one, way too many people. There's like 20 people there to shoot water balloons at stuff. Now, there's a at Liberty, there's East Campus and West Campus, and there's a highway that separates the two. So there's a tunnel that goes under the highway to connect them. So at night, there was a street lamp that shone down on the entrance to the tunnel. If you were behind that, like above the tunnel and behind the street lamp, nobody could see you, you know, just because of the way the lighting was. So we were all up there. So we're shooting at people way off in the distance and stuff. And then one of the guys from my dorm um, picks up a water balloon, and there's cars basically driving, like, right underneath us on the campus road. He just whips a water balloon down at this little car. It was like a Chevy Cavalier. And pegs it, like, right on top. Wham! And the car slams on its brakes. And literally, like, just a giant dude gets out. And he's like, you mother effers! And he, like, went into, like, this roid rage fit. And I, I literally, I think that's what it was. I think this dude was on some serious steroids. Because he was, he was like that. Like, this guy was an ape. And uh, he took off chasing us. So we all jumped over the, the embankment and ran across, like, the four-lane highway over to the other side of campus. And then we just kind of said, like, okay, everybody just disperse. This was not a good idea. Let's just kind of all go our separate ways, and we'll work our way back towards campus. So I've got a water balloon in one hand and a slingshot in the other. I don't know why I'm still carrying evidence at this point. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, we're walking across these campuses, me and a couple other guys, one of them being the dude who threw the balloon, right? And he's a pretty big dude, too. So, all of a sudden, this this cavalier comes running up on us, and we're like, uh-oh. And this guy leans his head out the window, and he was like, hey, you guys see any kids throwing water balloons? And we're like, a balloon in each hand, or like, uh-uh. <laughs> okay, and he drives off. And oh like, my god. It's literally like 30 seconds later he had an epiphany. He slams on his brakes and turns comes flying back the other way and he's like jumps out of his car and he's chasing us and we all took off running and I mean I'm a extremely fast runner but for <laughs> some reason that night I was wasn't feeling it. So uh he caught me and like grabbed me by the back of the shirt and whipped me around and this dude was literally like three times the size of me and he was like preparing to pound me into a little stinky pile of jelly <laughs> and in like the two other guys that I, well t I was with three guys right the guy who threw the balloon whose name was tito and then these two other dudes that were on the baseball team well they didn't want any part of that because that would affect you know you could get in pretty serious trouble being on one of the athletic teams so they just took off left me there luckily tito turned around and came back and he couldn't wait to fight the guy so like the guy is like getting ready i mean like he's rearing back about to just smash me and tito comes back and he's like hey man i threw the balloon why don't you fight me and the dude's like shut up this doesn't matter this doesn't concern you get out of here and he's like Dude, he didn't do anything. I threw the balloon. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you come over here? I'll take a. I'll take a piece of it. Let's go. And the guy, for some reason, he was bigger than Tito too. But for some reason or another, he did not want to fight Tito. So, luckily, enough of that went on that he turned around and got back into his car and drove off. But like, I thought I was about to be beat to death, <laughs> and I was apologizing. I was offering to clean the guy's car. <laughs> <laughs> was offering to polish his knob whatever right. got me out of that situation that's as close as i've ever been to coming to being in a fight yeah and that, that wouldn't have even been a fight that would have been you being pounded into nothing yeah yeah that would have that would have been bad well, you made someone really mad yeah and he remembered me too because the freaking monkey to always be at the gym and he just eyeball me across the across the f gym floor or whatever. So I just quit going. <laughs> it's like screw this. <laughs> this is an appropriate excuse to never come here. And that was your final excuse. <laughs> and then I got real fat. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, in that situation, my instinct was 
say whatever you gotta say to get out of this situation without getting pounded. <laughs> Which I think most of the time, I mean, if it was something like that, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do anything in a situation like that. Like most of the time, I'm gonna just talk my way out of it. This was a different situation. It was. It wasn't like that. It was. A, it was a totally different. Like yeah. I'm not. That's... I'm not a person that goes looking for stuff like that. I. I tend to shy away from stuff like that. But it was but just one of those things where, like, you had to jump in. Had to do something. I felt like I had to do something. It's instinctively, I felt like I had to do something because I didn't really. I wasn't really thinking. I. I think in in that situation, uh, being that you stepped out in front, the person stopped. There is an exchange of words long enough for them to to make their escape i i think that was that that would have been good enough at that point but that that did the job that needed to happen which was you know stop that from escalating anymore yeah it was it was it was crazy that guy was crazy mm. it doesn't and any like i don't i don't get like super pissed off not like that. Lucky you. Like I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I get like mad and stuff like anybody else, but I'm super calm about shit. I always talk stuff out. That yeah. was just a situation where the guy was a fucking maniac and something had to be done. Well, if you're an adult man that gets in fights, there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah, ultimately, you're not very adult. No. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> You're a turd. You're you're aged like an adult with the uh, mentality of a kindergartner. Yeah, and once in a while you meet a guy who wants to. He likes to talk about getting into fights, and it's so unimpressive at our age. Yeah. You're just like, oh my gosh, I don't care. Can you just please shut up? Yeah, because I definitely don't want to get into fights. No, no, it just doesn't fight people. Doesn't seem uh, rewarding. No, I don't want to. I don't want to hit somebody. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Uh, This one time, let me let me share a story with you, Uh, because there's this guy I hate. Uh, His name is Nick Knopfsinger, and I'll spell his name out (laughs) if you want me to. He's the he's the douchebag that made me carry a box of bricks. Uh, like the, the I remember world, that guy. Yeah, the world's most ungrateful piece of shit ever. At any rate, uh, he was he was dating this uh, chick, and um, and then they stopped dating or whatever, and she started dating somebody else, and then he got shit faced one night because he's a loser, and that's what he does. And he went over to her house to confront the dude or some some shit like that. Or or maybe he even went to his house. He went to where the girlfriend was and uh, drunkenly tried to start shit. And the dude was a, a, an MMA fighter. Perfect. Yeah. So, like, uh, Nick Knopfsinger, N-O-F-F. S I N G E R. Uh, <laughs> he had the upper hand, you know, in this situation. Uh, and and maybe he got the first blow in. Maybe he got the second blow in. And then this dude just annihilated him, and just like kept working his leg. Like he wasn't even gonna like pound his face in. Could have if he wanted, but he kept just working just, his leg. He just so, Charlie horsed him into giving up. Well, from like his from his ankle up to his hip was just black. Oh, like he just kept hammering his leg, probably just to make a fucking fool out of him. And uh, I don't, I don't know. That's that's what happens, and that that made me feel pretty that's, good that's inside. The worst case scenario, <laughs> right? Like, I <laughs> but, didn't know you were a trained fighter, and now <laughs> you're gonna squeeze my head until it pops like a blood blister. Right. I bet so, he couldn't even feel his leg for like six months. Right. <laughs> like There's a clot in there or something. Who knows? Did he, did he tell the story in a way that was like, yeah, see, the world keeps screwing me. 
Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Can't catch a break for anything, man. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to go to jail just because I killed his dog trying to punch him. You know. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. N-O-F-F-S-I-N-G-E-R. Piece uh, of shit. This kid that I used to be friends with, he liked to lie <laughs> about getting into fights. And I heard so many of his fake fight stories. And like... You know, when you don't know somebody very well, especially when you're younger, like, you kind of give, or at least I did, I always kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt. Like, I just naturally, like, without even thinking about it, assumed that, like, whatever they were telling me was true. But, you know, once you start to catch on to the pattern, then that, that person just becomes unbearable. And this kid, man, he everywhere he went he got in a fight with somebody or somebody like pushed his buttons and he had to put them in their place type of thing mm. oh man he was awful and dude if if he ever fought anybody he would have just gotten wrecked because he was just he was like maybe five foot nine five foot ten and 110 pounds maybe i mean he was just skinny as a rail all elbows, very uncoordinated. <laughs> the toughest guy you've ever met. Right. I knew some. I knew some people like that in, uh, you know, back in high school. Like they just their their mouth was ten times bigger than their structure. Like man, I maybe it's like a confidence thing, or you know that's their that's their upper hand. But yeah, I knew a lot of a lot of shit talkers that were like smaller than me and I'm you know I'm pretty fucking thin I don't know I think there's just like there's a special kind of hatred that you grow for somebody who lies all the time like once you start once you know that about them you just hate them for it you know right. like every time they start to tell you a story you just it's like everything you can do just to not like just slam their face into whatever they're eating <laughs> just shut up <laughs> you know? oh yeah uh my grandpa he was a he was pretty wild in his younger days and one day uh my buddy and i were talking to him and we we're like Hey, Grandpa, you've been in some fights and stuff, haven't you? Like, what's it like? And he goes, yeah, I've been in some fights, but nobody wants to fight with me. Why's that? Because I got no respect for a man's nuts. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a weird thing to hear your grandpa say, but okay. (laughs) Noted. I will not fight you. It makes sense, man. It's uh, just like Ian said, like the, the Krav Maga. You just go for the win. You don't go for, for style. You don't go for, you know, trying to look like you've uh, been training for months. No, you just – because I, I don't think there's there's etiquette in fighting. No. I mean if you're, if you're paid to fight, if you're a boxer or an MMA fighter, yes, incorporate some style. Uh, do it with some class. Do it with some dignity. But if it's some douchebag that you know is is chasing girls around a grocery store in a giant ass truck, fuck him up. Hit him with a crowbar. <laughs> Hit him with your own car. I don't fucking care. I don't know. I guess I guess that's my my take on the situation. A fight is a fight. You know, you're not you're not doing it for for anything outside of uh you know defeating somebody mhm i don't know maybe maybe that's a very obtuse way of looking at it i think that's pretty accurate well, most of the time you can just talk it out yeah i think so i feel Doesn't... like too in in a fight if you in a real world fight like a realistic one where there's like you said it's there's no style to it there's no rules it's just you versus another person i think like uh you know kind of like the badger principle applies 
like they always talk about how like a bear will like you know surrender something to a badger it's not because a badger can win in a fight or even because a badger's ever fought a bear it's just the badger's nuts enough that the bear's like it's not worth it like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll probably win but i'm not gonna win by a lot so you can have it yeah you know? and, and that was uh that actually is <laughs> one of one of like my uh dad's philosophies because you know he grew up in a much different era where everyone wasn't attached to a cell phone taking youtube videos trying to sue one another so if there was a legitimate reason to fight they were fucking fighting so a lot of the stories were uh yeah this dude was way bigger than me uh we were both talking some shit I was I was probably going to get my ass beat, but I wasn't going to go down without making him in a lot of pain. And so that that that's about it. That's the best I could hope for like philosophy-wise. So <laughs> like I, I bulged my eyes out real big and I took my cigarette and put it out in my palm and was <laughs> like, "I dare you. I dare you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hope I never have to be in a fight. I mean, I've watched a lot of movies, so I assume I'd be good at it, but... <laughs> <laughs> like you are with everything else. Yeah, I mean... Right. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Trump handling war. You've seen <laughs> <Yep>. the movies. <laughs> I've seen this sort of thing in film. I know how it works out. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, I don't know. Most of the time, it's not necessary. No, but it it did, uh, I don't know. Exactly how you phrased it yesterday, I think it's, uh, what, Generation Y? Is that that what we are? Yeah. We're uh, we're millennials. I think so. I think think we're on the cusp of a Y. Right. I know we're millennials. I don't know if that's an official designation. Like X, Y, you're, or whatever. You're like four years younger than the both of us. But you guys are still millennials. And you're mm-hmm. everything that's wrong with the world. No respect. No, just walking around, think, texting. <laughs> I think uh, chivalry is, is dying with this generation. The generation born in the 1980s and 1990s is Generation Y. Okay. So we are that. Casey, you piece of shit. Whatever, man. <laughs> I don't know about categories and stuff. Regardless, it's is dying with us. Do you think it so? It definitely is. Do you think any, so? Because I think of... that every old man ever has said that about people younger than him. Like, oh, these kids, things are different now. Blah, 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 back in my day. I bet you people were just as big a douchebags back when our grandpas were young as they are now. Only nobody recorded it and put it on World Star. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's uh maybe it's just a steady decline, that's all. So, you know, this generation we're ending with actually taking the initiative and and, you know, stepping in front of the vehicle, stopping somebody Whereas, like, the next generation, their their brave person is going to be like, well, I actually took out my cell phone, and I started taking a video from 20 feet away. So, you know, I'm super brave. You know, it's just a, it's a regression of, of uh, you know, actually being decent. That's true. That's what I think. Hmm. Hmm. That's what I think. I think you're just That's, getting crotchety in your old age, up in your your mid thirties. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> I think I definitely am. I'm I'm definitely getting uh, less tolerant of stupid kids See, like you, Chubs. I feel like I'm that way too, but I think I hate older people more. I well, and maybe it's just because that's who I deal with all the time, but I just feel like a lot of older people are super annoying and very unreasonable and unrational, 
and they don't they don't care at all about people around them. I think can we just agree to hate people in general? Yeah, I, I'll I'll uh, I'll do that. I'll yeah. sign off for that. You know where there's not many people, Kansas. That's why it's great. <laughs> it's because no one wants to be there. <laughs> you the shut people your that mouth. are there are miserable <laughs> sacks of shit. No, they're not. They're friendly. They got a country charm to them. <laughs> uh, hey, who was that serial killer that was raped by you? BTK. Yeah, wasn't he a, a Christian dude? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they like all are. Okay. <laughs> Religion is a staple among serial killers. Okay, good. Good. He was, uh, he was like a deacon in his church or something, I think. That's yeah. speculation. I can't back that up. But He was. He got busted with a, um, when he sent some, you know, 30 years after or something, sent some shit to the cops <clears throat> on a floppy drive. And that's how he got busted. They traced oh. the floppy drive back to the church. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it was back in, what, was it 2004 that they caught him? Yeah, probably about recent? 2004. Because I, I remember watching the news at my parents' house in Michigan, and yeah, it probably would have been about 2004-ish. Huh. I know well, guys... 2005. Like, I work with a guy who hung out with his kids and stuff. Like, went to barbecues, and Dennis was over there, and isn't that super weird? Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll broach that topic a bit more uh, next next podcast. Yeah, because we might, we potentially have a serial killer here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll get into that next podcast. Teaser! Yeah. Yeah, teaser. Now everyone has to pay attention go. next week. Come idiots. back for more, you dummies. Yeah, that'll that'll <laughs> fucking show you, you morons. <laughs> so stupid listening yeah. to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you guys are so dumb. <laughs> uh, uh, well, all right. On yeah. that note, probably yep. wrap this up. Sure. Um, sure. Disregard what we said before. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Yeah. And. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, all that stuff. If there's an option to rate us, give us like a solid four stars, you know? Five unless stars if you feel it. If unless you, it's unless a like... ten star situation. <laughs> yeah. Be a little bit more generous yeah. than four. Then at least a seven. If you yeah. feel it was under a seven, then just go screw yourself. Don't rate. Yeah. Listen to it again because you clearly missed our sense of humor. In fact, go back and listen to all episodes. Uh, because you clearly missed something, so yeah, uh, that's that's on you again. Um, you're bad, not our bad. But uh, for those who have been listening, thanks. We appreciate it. We do. All right, folks. You have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>